It's time to set aside the superficial. It's time to go deeper. It's time to engage in truth. Here's John Bornstein. Well, everybody, welcome back to Engage in Truth. This is John Bornstein. I'm the senior pastor of Calvary Fellowship Fountain Valley right here in Colorado Springs. And as always, here in the studio, I have Mike Mallinger. Mike, so good to have you with us today. Yeah, it's great to be back, John. We have a very special guest uh, with us, not in the studio, via phone, all the way from Sicily. And we're going to be talking about a very serious issue, not only the need for missionaries, for Christians on the front lines there in the Mediterranean region, but there's much to be learned because Sicily right now is a hotbed uh, really addressing this issue of immigration. It is a political hotbed there, and and many people are struggling with how to handle what is taking place there. And God called Laborio and his wife, Terry, to the Mediterranean region, specifically to Sicily. And Laborio is on the phone with us now. Laborio, welcome to Engage in Truth. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, uh, to everyone who's listening at the radio, uh, I would like to wish a uh, uh, good afternoon. For me, it's kind of almost 9 o'clock in the evening, <laughs> but uh, I know for you it's uh, it's a little bit close to 1 o'clock in the afternoon in Colorado Springs. But uh, greetings to you in my name, Laborio Resorto, and my family, uh, my wife, Terry, and uh, we'd be very... Uh, very glad and joyful to be on the show. Well, we're glad to have you. Let me uh, set it up a little bit here with just what's going on uh, in 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 your area right now. I want people to really understand the heart of this matter because immigration is a real issue here in the United States as well. And as a missionary, you are seeing these things firsthand. And I want people to be able to hear from you on what's happening there. But what the numbers have shown us so far is that in 2017, roughly 119,310 immigrants arrived in Italy, primarily through Sicily. And organizations have recorded almost 3,000 of those people died while trying to make the journey there. They're coming from war-torn areas of of northern parts of Africa, throughout the Middle East, even poverty-stricken areas, and that often occurs as a result of war. And they are flooding into Europe. Even in 2016, there were 181,436 people that made that journey to get to Italy, most of them coming through the ports there in Sicily. Some 4,581 of those were recorded as dead or missing in making that trek. And for those who arrive in Sicily, the reality is very difficult. Uh, they, they come perhaps with great aspirations, with great dreams, very similar to what we had seen in the United States of America, where there's that American dream that they thought awaited them only to find other hardships. Uh, because as they make that trek to Sicily, they find that the employment rate is already struggling. The economics in that area are very difficult. Some of the statistics I pulled on this suggest that there is some 22% unemployment. And then in the young people, There's a 57% unemployment rate, which is massive. And then you take in the influx of a huge 
immigrant population that keep coming in, the refugees, boatload after boatload, trying to get out of their situation. And the infrastructure and the economy there in Sicily has already taken such a blow from the local economics. And what we find that some of the commentary that we pulled from CNBC suggested that Sicily, these were their words, has actually turned into a big refugee camp. And this has caused a great, uh, just a, a, a series of issues politically in which they've been trying to address how to handle this. How much do you open your arms to those seeking help and how much of the burden do you take on and what has that done culturally? Uh, because even some of the statistics showed us that uh, even the crime organizations, the mafia, were already taking a hit from the economy and they were starting to leave the economy only to return and now to exploit these people who have made this trek all across the Mediterranean region to get there. And the reason why we want to bring this up on Engage the Truth is not only Laborio to introduce people to you and how you are serving the Lord faithfully there on the front line, but I believe that right here in these United States, there is much for us to learn of what is happening on the other side of the ocean, that, that this is going on all around. Europe as a continent is feeling the the pinch, the hurt the, uh, the the struggle to embrace the influx of mass populations, and and many are wanting to do that here in these United States. I certainly don't blame them. I, we, we've been given much from Almighty God, and so there has to be a balance there. But what we have to be mindful of is the cultural impact also going on there as we see massive shifts with a large population of Muslims now coming into the culture. So are they, in fact, changing the culture or are they being changed by the culture? And this is a huge debate because as Christians, we find ourselves in a position of struggle with open arms, but also seeing a culture that changes by the mass influx of other population groups rather than them being changed. And so this is a huge debate that we need to talk about here. We may not be able to cover it all here on this broadcast, but with all that you have before we really get into it, I know, Laboria, with all that you have seen and, and, and all that you've endured there, can you first just start us off with how long have you been there? What God obviously called you there for a reason. What was that calling? And just kind of take us back to the beginning a little bit. Well, uh, we've been back in uh, Sicily. Um, of course, I do have dual citizenship. Um, I'm an Italian by birth. My wife is from... Uh, the outskirts of Chicago, Illinois, so she's American. And uh, uh, we've been back now uh, a little bit over two years now, mm. and uh, we are in Syracuse, Sicily. And, uh, of course, uh, God called us to be back in this region, and God showed me many, many years ago that Sicily was a very strategic location if anyone will look at the geographic maps of the you know European countries and North Africa, they will see that Sicily, it's right in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. And of course, that's where most of the people are coming from North Africa, uh, coming into Italy. And uh, the islands, they belong to Sicily. They're right off the coast of Tunisia. And uh, and uh, Lamp- it, it, these islands are called Lampedusa, and they belong to Italy. That's you know that's where they're going. Uh, 
they're not really crossing the Mediterranean Sea for over close to 300 miles from the coast of Africa to Sicily. So they're really using these uh, small islands off the coast of Africa, which is only maybe maybe 80 miles, not even that. But anyhow, anyhow uh, the situation is very dramatic and very uh, difficult uh, because Europe in somehow has promised these people they will have a better life and they will be integrated into the European society. But to be honest with you, I don't see nothing really in place to help these people uh, to be integrated into a European uh, society. Uh, some people that we work with, uh, they're mostly from Nigeria, Ghana, so they're English-speaking people from Africa. Mm. And uh, my wife and I, we help them with uh, basic, very basic Italian, you know, Italian lessons to learn how to speak and to uh, to answer, even to you know, to count the money because, you know, uh, Europe has the euro now and uh, sometimes they don't really understand the currency. So we try to give basic uh, training how to, if eventually they will be integrated into the European society here mm. in Italy. But again, yes, you touched some very, very... Um, Hard issues uh, about the mafia involved. Yes, uh, the Nigerian mafia and the Sicilian mafia, they are kind of running, will be the show. Uh, there is so much prostitution on the street. And, mm. uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, selling drugs in some of the very poorest areas, in some of the... Uh, large city on the island like Palermo, Catania and some others. But again, there is a lot of there is a lot of corruption and there is a lot of a lot of need to pray for Sicily, for the Italian people, for the Italian government, for the Italian churches because most of the Italian churches, evangelical churches, uh, it's kinda sad, but uh, uh, to touch the issue it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, they see this as a, a political problem, and so they don't want to be involved very, very much. But these are human beings, regardless uh, what is the you know the arena of what's happening here in Europe. I don't know if this is answering some of your questions, John. Yeah, uh, Laborio, uh, is Sicily losing its identity? Um, there's a recent picture of the shoreline covered with Muslims praying to Allah. Is Sicily becoming yes. a Muslim nation? No, no. Um, there are some, some places that have a very heavy population from North Africa, so which they are Muslims as a background. But again, you know, Sicily... Uh, and now I'm speaking from Sicily. I do not know very much other region in Italy, but uh, no, they're not losing their identity. But uh, there is a very much struggle uh, between right now between Italy 
and the rest of Europe because uh, they're trying to really dismiss a, a something they have discussed some years ago while we were in the States. It's called the Dublin Dublin Rule, which is, uh, you know, in Ireland, where supposedly Europe was going to help Italy with, uh, you know, financial help. But now with the changes in into our pol- pol- uh, political arena, as a matter of fact, right now, Italy, it's very divided between the right wing and the left wing. They're both in the government, but the right wing really trying to establish a little bit more order, trying to put pressure on the rest of Europe, saying, look, uh, we have taken all these immigrants coming over, but we're supposed to be one country, we're supposed to be one one nation as Europe, so we're supposed to be, uh, you know, kind of sharing the burden with all our countries together, and it's not happening. So now, Italy right now, uh, officially speaking, they have closed all the ports. Mm. They're closed. No, nobody can really uh, come in, but it's happening anyway because so much pressure from, wow. so many, from so many sides. But no, I will not say that Sicily is losing. We are not losing our identity uh, we lost our identity as a Christian a nation already for so many, many, many years because we were supposed to be a Christian country, but uh, we just secular. Oh, wow. So, so rather than moving towards Islam, perhaps, or moving towards secularism, but it certainly seems as though there's a open door that's being presented here because the images that certainly permeate the media cast an image of Islamic infiltration, very similar to what had happened before the Crusades, as we saw Islam started to infiltrate through Spain, and Spain almost became a, a Muslim stronghold there prior to the Crusades. It was a slow infiltration in which they, the, the population simply became outnumbered, amongst many other factors, of course. And I think that's some of the concern that we're even seeing here stateside, is that without proper parameters for receiving all of the refugees and immigrants flooding into these countries that uh, what they seem to be attracted to filling up areas that were once impoverished. And, and as I've read, and correct me if I'm wrong, Laborio, there have been a number of towns, even small towns, that because the economy was already struggling, the refugees started to pour in, and those small towns have now lost some of their identity uh, because now they're, beco- they're becoming refugee camps in an essence. And as a result of that, it's providing a huge opportunity now for the Christians to do something, to be on those front lines. And as I understand it, that was part of the calling on your life, was as you saw that mass influx of folks coming in, the the culture turning to secularism, trying to solve their own dilemma of their financial burdens and cultural burdens at large, trying to figure out who they were, because if it's no longer a Christian identity, what are they? And, and God has called you there to the front lines. Are you being well-received there for Jesus Christ. I mean, this seems like a huge hotbed of opportunity that, that, that maybe the harvest is there, maybe it needs new seeds planted. What's what's going on there from your perspective? Well, uh, actually, we do, have, uh, we do have a liberty to share the gospel very openly with anyone, regardless if they are Europeans, Italians, from uh, Greece, Spain, from North Africa, 
I mean, there is no restriction here in Italy to really preach the gospel. There is a very openness to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, I understand uh, in the past, when I say the past, I'm talking about just a few years ago, uh, the government, the Italian government, really, uh, they did a lot of, a lot of uh, they passed a lot of laws, and there was a lot of also, um, you know, a profit. Mm. Because let's talk about, in reality, the immigrants coming over here, over 50%, it's human trafficking. Wow. And that's very sad. Very, very sad. It's very painful to watch the situation and to see reality because over the 50%, it's a human trafficking uh, most of these people are promising, they've been promised to come over here. They would have a, a better life. They would have, you know, uh, they would have fulfilled their dreams. They could have go to school, have their children to raise up and uh, uh, to grow in, uh, in uh, a European society where they can develop, etc. And, of course, when they come here, this doesn't, doesn't happen. And most of them, they just, uh, you know, slave in a very terrible, vicious uh, uh, circle. And some of the women, they end up in prostitution. They are, you know, they're, they're threatened because some people pay their money to come over here. Now they have to pay back. Of course, they will never pay back because, you know, that debt is going to always grow. Well, we'll give you some some financial help. Uh, we gave you a, a roof. Uh, we helped you with uh, with the documents to be uh, legally registered in Italy. So now you owe us. So it's it's a terrible situation, and there is a lot of need to pray, really pray for uh, for Sicily, for the country, for so much going on. It's actually it's like a turmoil that. If you don't see with the spiritual eyes, you really, you, you really don't see all this, you know, all this garbage. But uh, these people are human beings, and they are created in the image of God, and uh, they need help, and they they need the gospel, they need Jesus. Yeah, uh, Labori, you know, as as people were horrible about learning from history. I mean, we, history just seems to repeat itself over and over. So as you watch your country yes. change. What are some of the things we should be learning from all that Sicily has endured? Well, yes, uh, definitely. Uh, everyone can look at the situation, the actual situation, and uh, any historians, they will teach a very basic truth about history. History, unfortunately, it will repeat itself over and over and over unless you go to the core of the historical accounts and you try to understand okay what is the heart of the situation and uh, as christians we always arrive to the very core of the problem and the problem is always sin we have left god outside of our society our lives and uh, and because being away from the Lord, then uh, 
we allowed the devil and selfishness and uh, you know you know gaining money making profit from things that are not really uh, and I say this I say this with a very hard, you know very very heavy heart making money from innocent situations and it's very it's very mm. difficult but again yeah. uh, nothing it's uh, it's away from uh, from redemption and uh, of course in just few days uh, we will all celebrate the resurrection of Jesus which is a great great uh, a reality and a great news for all of us that there is redemption through the gospel there is redemption through Christ and his life and the promise of God whenever we take hold what the Lord is to give to us personally as a family and also as a nation. Laborio, what can we do as a church to make a difference? And second part, why should people in the United States fund missionary efforts in Sicily? Well, um, number one, to pray. Pray is the direct connect, connection with, uh, with the very throne of God. And uh, we do know that the Lord uh, will answer us. And, uh, uh, of course, our time is not his time. And, uh, but number one, to pray. Number two, uh, to be involved with ministries. There are here in the region, there are several, including mine, which is called the Mediterranean Mission Outreach. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just to, be, just to be open how God and his Holy Spirit will guide each individuals and also each churches in America. But definitely, right now, the Mediterranean Mission Outreach, it's a ring of fire. Mm. There is a lot of going on, not only with the immigrants, but also on the spiritual level, you know, the gospel began from the Mediterranean region, which is Israel. Of course, Jesus said that you'll be my witness in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You'll receive power and you'll be my witness in, uh, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then to the rest of the world. All began right there in the Mediterranean region. And then through the ministry of Paul the Apostle, he went out to... Antioch, which is today Turkey, and he was the first one who went to Europe. And from Europe, of course, we do read the Romans in the New Testaments, and then uh, the Ephesians, uh, the church in Philippi, and everything began right here. And uh, the cycle is concluding back right here before the returning of the Lord. And right now, this region really needs a lot, a lot intercession. And mm. believe me, and there are many, many, there are not many strong, but there are many, many good ministries right now working in this region. And we want to see that the breath of the Lord will really blow strongly, not only in Italy, Sicily, but first of all, in Israel and the uh, we will see the revival in Israel and the Jewish people coming through the realization that Yeshua is the Messiah. Amen. 
Amen. And, and Lavori, I know you have, it's amazing how fast time goes and how much time we could really spend with you to talk about this issue because we're, we're learning so much from what's going on uh, there in the Mediterranean region. Uh, you know, you're right there on the front line, serving the Lord faithfully, ministering to those with the gospel message and, and trying to be faithful in all that God has given to you. And I know you're on manna, you're on uh, daily provision as the Lord enables. And I remember when we started off with this mission to, to send you out as the Mediterranean mission outreach that, uh, you, you have been solely dependent on the provision of those here stateside. And so I want to encourage those listening to you right now that if they feel that the Lord is sort of tugging on that heartstring to be a part of the Mediterranean mission outreach is, is there is a huge opportunity of an influx of immigrants and refugees, as well as those locally who are turning to secular means and losing their identity as Christians, uh, that there is a desperate need for missionaries there on the front line, and God has purposed to place you right in the midst of it all. And for those of you listening, you want to get connected with Terry and Laborio, Terry's his wonderful wife, Laborio, the missionary as well that you're listening to today, uh, that you can connect with them through medmission.org. It's M-E-D Mission. Dot org. One word, you can also get there through .com. You can learn more about the ministry there, as well as support their efforts. They are in uh, need of your financial support and your prayer support as they're ministering to people of all uh, groups, uh, various languages, and so forth that are there. And so, Laborio, thank you for being so faithful in your service to Almighty God there in the front line. And I want to thank you for taking the time to be here on Engage in Truth. For those of you who are local as well, uh, they have been funded predominantly through many of the mission supports here in Colorado Springs. And so we want to encourage you, please get connected there at medmission.org. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to Engage in Truth. If you want to re-listen to this broadcast, please go back to calvaryfountain.com. You can also find it on iTunes. It is a podcast available there. And so Laborio, again, as we wrap up here, thank you for being on Engage in Truth. Well, thank you so much to you both. And uh... May the Lord bless you and uh, uh, grant you a lot of a lot of blessings mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs, in Colorado, and also in the United States. And uh, as an American citizen, I also pray for our country. May the Lord bless the United States of America, and uh, mm-hmm. and they will bless every nation, and uh, that we will be able to see the blessing and. Uh, the realization that the Lord himself spoke to Abraham that through you all the families of the earth will be blessed. That's our prayer. That's our desire. And again, we want to thank you personally, and we want to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again, Laborio. God bless you, my friend. And thank you all for listening today to Engage in Truth. And if you're looking for a church in the Colorado Springs area, come visit us at Calvary Fellowship Fountain Valley. Services are at 10 a.m. God bless you.